Oregon Employment First, supporting people with intellectual and developmental disabilities to work in community jobs. Learn more at iWorkWeSucceed.org. Hi, and welcome to the Oregon Employment First podcast. I'm Angela Yeager with DHS Employment First. Joining me today are Jonathan Fahey, co-owner of Salem's Paint Your Own Pottery and Fused Glass Studio, Create a Memory, and employee studio aide, Selena Mitchell. Welcome to the podcast. Good morning. morning. So, John and Selena, I have some questions for you today. I'm really excited to have you both on the show because I think you were one of our early Employment First success stories, and you've been on billboards and posters, but folks listening today may not know you, so we're going to introduce you to them. Um, So I'm going to start off with a question for John. John, can you tell us about how you ended up hiring Selena at Create a Memory? Yeah, uh, I was contacted through Partners in Community Living who asked for a job assessment for our for one of their clients to come into our studio. And in the spring of 2015, we set up that working interview. And so far, the kind of the rest has been history. Um, Selena brought such a positive attitude towards employment and her interview went off as a success. And we kind of matched up to do that working interview to make sure everything was going to kind of fit together and that it would be a good relationship and, and that both people had what they wanted and needed through employment. So once she completed her job assessment, we mm-hmm. offered her the job and she gladly accepted. Yeah. Awesome. So, Selena, tell us about what you do at Create a Memory. So at Create a Memory, I clear and set the tables and I also wash dishes and then I also um, help greet the customers. And what do you like? Uh, what is your favorite part of your job? Um, my favorite job is like, um, I like the people I work for. They're rock stars. <laughs> and, yeah. They, and then so um, and then my other favorite job, I would say, is doing dishes because um, I'm really good at it. I think it's fun. And it's just a stress Type thing, you know. I remember back in the day when I first interviewed you, Selena, you told me what it meant to you when John offered you the job. Can you tell me about that? Um, it made me feel so good that that I would that I had the job and um, that they wanted me to work for them and just made my self esteem go really up and be confident. That's awesome. John, what does Selena bring to the business? Probably one of the most rewarding or enjoyable parts is how positive she is when she comes to work every day. Um, She's always sharing about what's in her own life and how caring and compassionate of an individual she is, is great to have around a family owned business like ours. Um, The other thing that she brings is that that level of commitment to personal growth that we've seen over the last four years brings just that good heartwarming feeling. I mean, kind of getting some chills, but it's um, it also it it gives us a sense of pride in knowing that we're part of the solution of supporting our community and making sure that everybody has that little niche area to work in. Um, It was, you know, when, when we first met, Selena was a little nervous and but over the last four years, she's grown so much. So as she welcomes our guests into the studio and helps them find the answers to questions and and if she she'll answer a lot of them. But if she doesn't know, she'll she'll help find that with that customer, which is huge, Um, makes that just family family owned business concept truly come to life. Um, She she'll do any odd assignment that we throw at her, which is just, you know, 
the help that we need sometimes is, you know, I only have two hands and sometimes I need four to do the project. So when Selena's there, we, we get it done together, which is which is awesome. Um, what she brings is just that, that that commitment. She brings she brings positivity to, to work sometimes that not not always everybody wants to do alone. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, that's awesome. And those of you who are listening to the podcast can't see Selena and the way I have. But when I first interviewed her four years ago, she was much more timid. You just started the job. Um, and you mentioned you were nervous talking to customers and it sounds and you're you know, now you're so confident and and it sounds like you're much more comfortable talking to customers at the store. Yeah, I am Gosh. much more. Yes. She's the first one up at the door saying hello as soon as they walk in sometimes. It's perfect. That's yeah. awesome. It's awesome. So, John, did you have any hesitation at all when Partnerships and Community Living first approached you about hiring uh, an employee with a disability? A little. There was, you know, I might have to back up and say with a disability is hard for me. Like I, I, I value um, that people have disabilities, but I really prefer to look at things with different abilities. What ability do you bring to the table? What is it that you can accomplish? What is mm-hmm. it that we can do together? Um, so focusing on that instead of saying, what is it that you can't do um, is really the, my mindset when I, when I, you know, yeah, there's a little bit of hesitation, but it's really, I want to, I want to find out what, success as an employee can have, not what limitations they they might have in front of them. Wouldn't that be the same for any employee, really, regardless? Yeah, and everybody absolutely. brings pluses and, you know, yeah, things that are not as big of strengths to the table, right? Yeah. So regardless. Yeah, the, the impact from that has been just larger than I can imagine, too. You know, going and crossing into a different realm of employment, if you will, has opened our eyes to so many different things too. So was there a hesitation? Maybe a little bit, but I wouldn't hesitate again. I mean, there's reservations with any employee bringing a new employee into your team. That's true. And especially with a small family business, I imagine you're a close-knit team. So folks have to, you know, work together. Yeah, you really want to have that good fit. Yeah. The Oregon Employment First podcast explores topics centered on employment for Oregonians with intellectual and developmental disabilities field staff, providers, Oregon employers, people with disabilities and their families may be interested in topics ranging from the history of Employment First in Oregon to how to have the employment conversation from a case management perspective. The Oregon Employment First podcast airs bi-monthly on the first and third Tuesday of each month. Tune in. So are there any accommodations that you have made as a business owner for Selena or other employees? You could call them accommodations, but honestly, they've been more improvements. Um, So working with Selena or any of the other prospective employees that we've tried through the discovery process, um, it's taught me how I can approach things differently in some situations. Um, So when I'm training new employees, I learn and improve my skills when I have to approach things in a slightly different manner, um, trying to trying to know how to work best with this employee or mm-hmm. or how they can work best for us. We've really developed systems with the aid of some of the job coaches and the employees to, that have made a lot of sense for our business. We've maximized our efficiencies in our studio processes um, and they've benefit every single person 
within our organization as well. I mean, even down to our customer, when we get things done on time, you know, we get to develop those better relationships with our customers even, which has really been just huge. As far as accommodations, um, we just hired a new team member, Catherine Mary. Um, she is a 50 year old deaf woman and I am currently learning ASL to help work alongside her. Wow. So it's one of those things that she has gone above and beyond in the one month time that she's been there, um, that, that I can't wait for her also to start saying hi to customers. And that's a different situation. And it's in, you know, having a, a deaf person approach you and welcome you into a store with a hearing person is, is going to be something that I can't wait to cross that bridge. And it'll be, I mean, we, she's already met two interpreters when she helped people pick up their finished wares. And, and, and it just, it's funny what you can learn about somebody and what they know without, you know, it's, seeing it on the surface so and you're learning asl yeah you're just taking that upon yourself i am yeah wow i've always wanted to and and now it's kind of the i've never had the reason to use it um we have customers that sign and and that are hard of hearing or deaf but um but having an employee when you work with them three or four days a week you kind of have to Mm -hmm. you know communication is key and so building that and sharing that with some of our employees and our, my family and friends. And it's, it's been good to really open up a new chapter and, and see where, see where things are going to lead. That's awesome. I wish we had yeah. every business in Oregon was at, like create a memory in terms of being so open. And just, well, they asked us to try. They <laughs> PCL asked us to try again. And I said, I do have a little bit of a need I want to fill. And, and I said, well, What's the worst that can come out of it? You know, it doesn't work. Okay, so we're back at square one. Mm -hmm. But what's the good that can come out of it if something happens? And and we've seen that with Selena. Mm -hmm. So we're we're willing to try it again. That's awesome. Um, So Selena, um, before, so you've been at Create a Memory about four years. Um, Before you came to Create a Memory, had you worked in a community job before? Um, It's been um, like sheltered workshops. And so, um, but not a community job. Right. So you were in sheltered workshops before you came to create a memory. And can you tell me a little bit about what that was like for you or, you know, Um, what what you thought of that experience? It wasn't a really good experience. Um, I was in sheltered workshops for 20 years and um, they, I wasn't paid fairly and really wasn't treated with respect and dignity. It was, you know, you had to... Um, stay at your workstation if you had to if you had to go get a drink of water or something you had to raise your hand and ask um, at Creative Memory I feel more independence to where hey if I have to go to the bathroom I'm just going to go to the bathroom right <laughs> you know and, yeah. but yeah so I didn't really like the shelter right and you, it, and you mentioned you like being around people too yeah I like she's so good people. at it I'm a people person <laughs> Yeah, we socialize, socializing, socialize butterfly. <laughs> yeah, so, that's awesome. Yeah, and you mentioned before that you felt a little isolated, and now being in a family business, that yeah. that feels good to you. It feels great. Yeah, I feel like I've been adopted. <laughs> yeah, that's so, awesome. awesome. So we've kind of addressed this to a certain extent, but can you talk a little bit more about how the job has changed your life? Like what you've done in your life since you started your job? Well, um, so it makes uh, it has made me 
feel more successful and um, more confidence in myself by trying new things. So, like, at home, I've been more working on independence, like, you know, going into the bank by myself and cashing my own spending money check, doing that by myself and having staff wait outside. And it's just made me more confident that, hey, I could do this. I could be independent. And, awesome. and so I'm working at other things like being able to walk to the store and back without having staff and just feeling more confident that I could do that. And it's been really great. Yeah. Because the independence I've learned at work, I could do it also at home. And people yeah. who can't see you like I can, I can see the difference in you just in four years. Yeah. You're like a changed woman. Oh, so. my word. Completely different <laughs> from when you first interviewed with us. Yeah. yeah. All in good ways. Thank you. That's awesome. And you've been working on, you know, you've been, it sounds like you're getting out in the community a lot more, doing things on your own, which yeah. is just awesome. Yeah. And I'm now I'm just working towards getting more, you know, being able to stay home alone four hours, some long time. I didn't have that five years ago. And so I'm having that now. What do you do so. with your paychecks? That's always a fun um, question to ask. Do you, are you doing I, anything fun? Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially this month because it's Easter. So I'm going to go out to eat for Easter and um, I'm going to camp this year again, Priscilla Camp. Oh, nice. I go every year. So part of my check goes for that. And it's actually fun. That's awesome. Do you do any traveling? Um, so last year, um, I went to the coast oh. for a couple of days with part of my paycheck last year and yeah. Fun. So, yeah. That's really awesome. Um, so the last question for both of you is sort of similar, but it's around advice. So, um, Jonathan, we'll start with you. What advice do you have for employers? Um, you know, maybe someone who has never, and we do, when I go out, you know, you talk to employers, they're hesitant. They don't know about hiring a person with disability. You know, they're worried about risks. Um, what advice do you have for employers out there? Try. You have to try. Um, knowing that not every individual that you come across is going to be a good fit. If you don't try, you're never going to find the one that that is. And um, really for us in our business, the hardest part for us is finding an employee that's going to last. We get a lot of applicants that seek that really part-time or temporary employment or summer work and things like that. And the by the time you develop their skill set to where you want it to be, they're putting their notice in and, and moving on to the next place. Selena, for example, you know, she's growing as an individual so much. We hope she doesn't go someday. But at the same time, if she does, we know that we've prepared her for success. And then there's somebody down the line that will that will fill those shoes or try at least because those are pretty big shoes to fill. Um, but but by the time you you really get an employee who is a really good fit, it seems like they move on so quickly. Um, so when we have supported employment, uh, the, you know, the, the motivation for the, that staff to do the job and to work harder and to continue to develop their skills is, seems to be so far much more rewarding than just hiring somebody who already knows most of those skills and is then looking for the next best thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, so keeping an open mind and open heart. Remembering that it's not about the mistakes somebody makes, kind of, that it's the, the, the experience that they gain and the lessons that they can take away from um, the experiences that they have is worth so much. And the, the long-term savings there is 
far greater than the risks that that we've put into it. I can't imagine in your area that having an employee for four years is that common. It's not common in our in our work in our in our business. I mean, we've had numerous employees throughout the years, some really good ones too. Mm-hmm. But it always seems that the better the employee they are, the better their chances are for them to get another job. And and it's not because of we're not somebody that they want to work for, but they just have, we're kind of a stepping stone. So there's, there's kind of, there's a place that they learn everything they want to learn. And then they're like, okay, what do I want to do? And the room for advancement, I mean, we're a small company, so there's not many layers to the business. There's not, you know, opportunities to move to a different department. We're all in one room. We're all in one house. So when you get to that level of success, there's kind of that it tops out and, and Selena still has more to learn and grow on, but it's, it's one of those things that we've just found that really good match. And I can't wait to see what yeah. kind of the next four years brings and, yeah. and, and see where we go Me from too. there. So what about you, Selena? Um, what advice would you give to people with disabilities who are worried or nervous about trying community employment? And maybe especially advice for people like yourself who are either in sheltered workshops currently or they used to be, you know, you mentioned that you were in a sheltered workshop and they've never tried community employment. Um, I would tell them that um, even though even people with disabilities can get a community job and um and be successful, and um, don't give up, keep trying, and I would tell them that, um, you know, if I could do it, you can do it too, and just, well, you know, just, just try. It's awesome. Thank you both so much for joining us on the Employment First podcast. Thank you, John and Selena. Your story has been so inspiring over the years. And I especially want to thank John, you know, just as a business owner for continuing to support supported employment and employment first efforts in Oregon. Absolutely. You're welcome. Yeah. So thank you again for joining us. Um, The Employment First podcast airs on the first and third Tuesdays of each month. And we'll look forward to um, being with you next time. Thank you. Have you heard about employment outcome system? Doesn't sound exciting. I know, but it is. The Employment Outcome System, or EOS, website puts you in control. Go to OregonEOS.org, and you can look at info and outcomes for agencies providing employment services to people with developmental disabilities in Oregon. You can look up providers in your county and compare their numbers on employment services.